the most devastating woman in the room, and he would not be seeing her that night. The clock on the wall struck nine and the door opened. In walked a young woman in a blue pastel silk and velvet dress with appliqued flowers along the bodice and skirt, the sleeves rather puffed out, as was in vogue. She closed the door, taking several steps into the room, before she raised her head and caught sight of him. Sir, she said, I'm sorry, I didn't realize there was anybody here. It's no matter, he replied, closing the book with his hands rather than with his mind. He reserved displays of his talent for the stage. He did not add anything else. He was hardly in the mood for polite conversation. The de Villiers prided themselves on attracting the cream of the crop to their functions. The beautiful ones, rather than the new people. The barons of barely minted empires of telegraph wires and fresh steel could socialize elsewhere. Hector had been offered an invitation, proof of Etienne's charm and his connections, but he knew he was, at best, a novelty for these aristocrats. At worst, an intruder. He did not wish to befriend any of them, and threw the young woman a frosty look. The girl did not take his cue. She looked at him carefully, her lips curving into a smile as she moved closer. I know you. You are Hector Ovray. Pardon me. Were we introduced? He asked, frowning. He was sure he had not seen this girl before. He had been presented to the hosts, and Etienne had pointed out a few people, but not her. I recognize your face from the posters around town. You are performing at the Royal. Phantasmagoric, feats of wonder, isn't it? I was hoping to meet you, she said. Oh, he replied, a noncommittal sound, even if his interest had been piqued. Few aristocrats would admit to knowing the name of a vulgar entertainer. Instead, they nodded their heads politely and either assumed or pretended he was a slightly more elevated type of person. What were you reading? she asked, pointing at the book he was clutching between his hands. History. Miss. Nina, she said, stretching out her hand. Antonina, really? But I rather hate it. I'm named after a witch of a great aunt, the most awful wretch who ever lived. Well, not quite, but I resent the association, and therefore it is Nina. Hector, though you already know that part. He shook her hand. It's probably best if we exit this room now. A bachelor such as myself, a young lady such as yourself, we wouldn't want to cause a scandal. Truly, he wanted only to get rid of her and could not have cared what anyone thought. If the girl wished to walk around the house without an escort, then let it be. He had come to speak to one woman and one woman alone. If she was not there, then Hector would wallow in his velvet misery. I can't possibly leave now, she replied. Why not? he asked, annoyed. She did not notice his tone of voice and did not care. Instead, 
She took off the dance card dangling by her wrist and held it up for him to look at. If I go out there now, Didier Dompierre is going to ask me for a dance, and if you'd ever danced with Didier, you would know he is the most terrible dancer. I've been told he'll put his name down for two dances, and you must be aware a lady cannot refuse a dance from a gentleman. It would be uncivil. Hector did not understand why a man might want to corral this particular girl for two dances in a row. She was not an enviable beauty, somewhat run-of-the-mill to be frank, and her square jaw, black hair, and thin lips were rather unstylish. She possessed eyes of a pretty shade of hazel, though, and her dress was very fine. Perhaps that was enough for a young chap with poor dance skills, such as this Didier Dompierre. Then your thought is to spend the rest of the evening here.